in the lunchtime edition. Police still trying to identify two alleged crop thieves shot dead on a St. Philip farm as farmers complain of big losses from what they say are professional crop thieves. St. Bartholomew Primary School remains closed today due to smoke from the airport incinerator. The beauty wants the problem urgently addressed. A new Caribbean ferry service has been launched, this one private sector-led, and Donald Trump still in the clear lead as polls open in New Hampshire to pick the Republican presidential candidate. Good afternoon, I'm Stetson Babb. This is the latest. Food crop farmers complain that crop theft continues to be a major problem with farms losing thousands of dollars a month to thieves for whom stolen produce is now big business. The farmers were speaking to Starcom Network News in the aftermath of two alleged crop thieves being shot dead at Three Houses Plantation in the early hours of this morning. The men were shot by a farmer who had leased land from the plantation to grow yams, and he and his son were guarding the yam field overnight since people had been stealing his crop. The farmer, a licensed firearm owner, reported that around 20 past 12, he and his son came across two men who were stealing his yams. The farmer confronted the men and said he was then attacked by one of them with a pitchfork. The farmer opened fire and shot both men dead. Starcom Network News has learned that over the past few weeks, police had in fact detained two people in connection with the theft of yams from the same farm. Anthony Nichols, who grows a variety of farms on another farm, he grows crops including yams, sweet potatoes, and cassava, tells Starcom Network News his losses from thieves have been substantial. Hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. But you get accustomed to it after thing. You plant for TNTs first, the monkeys second, and yourself last. That's the way you look at it. You know, if you plant very little, you won't get none at all. If you plant a fair amount, the monkeys eat theirs, the thieves will get theirs, and you will get some. He says it seems the sale of stolen produce has become a career for some people. It is, definitely. You see, some people ain't got no morals. At the end of the day, the body who themselves are interested in how much they can make. They get in with a like for it, because they got to get it off. And then they sell it at the same market as if it was a legitimate sale. Food crop farmer Anthony Nichols, another major farmer who did not want to be identified, says thieves have also been raiding his farm, even though he has installed security cameras. We disguise his voice at his request. We have challenges that the totals on the plantings aren't right some weeks. And we have security cameras and the, the fellas get to beat the security cameras. You know, we can lose easily eight, nine hundred pounds in a week that the total would be down on average of the weeks. We have caught people and had them convicted before. But, uh, you know, they can take any crop and sell it anywhere. We have other farmers in the areas that grow plantains and they suffer from the same issues. We have about six fellas in our area that steal and when people go back to jail for whatever reason the crop theft goes down and when they get back out the crop theft goes back up the same repeat offenders a lot of times he stressed the vulnerability of farms to crop thieves 
When they go home on the evening, they're able to lock their shop and secure their property. As a farmer, when we go home on the evening, there's no lock to put on the ground. So just think if every shop in town had the doors wide open all night long and what people think is acceptable for people coming stealing your property. A food crop farmer whose voice we disguised. St. Bartholomew Primary School remains closed as students and staff complain of being affected by smoke from the airport incinerator. The school was forced to close last Thursday for the same reason. The first vice president of the Barbados Union of Teachers and chairman of its Occupational Safety and Health Committee, Julian Pierre, says a meeting was held over the weekend with officials from the Granby Adams International Airport and the Ministry of Education to discuss a way forward. However, he says today the situation remained the same. Majority of the students, I would say at least 97% of the students at this time are not here. Most of the staff have left seeking medical attention. Students complain, other staff at the school also complain about feeling ill, parents. Mr. Mr. Pierce says teachers will return to school tomorrow and monitor the situation, but he's calling for a swift resolution of the issue. They will come in tomorrow and further days, depending on what is being done at the incinerator, because we can't predict what is going to happen on the day with the direction the wind blows, how much fumes come out, etc. It depends on their burning schedule. But obviously, we know that persons will take their health, you know, as priority and act accordingly. The BUT's Julian Pierre in the Lunchtime Edition. A new ferry service, Connect Carib, is to begin passenger and cargo service out of Barbados to the rest of the Caribbean by the end of this year. Chairman and CEO of the ferry service, Dr. Andre Thomas, says the project is costing over $50 million. Connect Carib intends to begin travel to up to seven countries in the Caribbean. This morning during the official launch, Dr. Thomas provided an outline of the project. A project like this, over the term of the project to really implement it, you're looking at a project that would exceed 50 million US dollars. I'm getting exactly about it, but it exceed that. Okay, in terms of implementing that. And we apologize for the quality of that extract. Dr. Thomas says the ferry service will initially employ up to 270 people. A separate ferry project being undertaken jointly by the governments of Barbados, Trinidad and Tobago and Ghana is also to be launched. CIBC First Caribbean International Bank today handed over $200,000 in donations to the breast screening program. These funds were collected through a number of initiatives from the bank's Walk for the Cure program for 2023. Speaking during a presentation ceremony at the Hilton, Managing Director of CIBC Donald Wellington highlighted the program's performance. Overall, those activities which have given us a generous total of over 200,000 Barbados dollars, which we will present later to the Breast Screening Program and Barbados Cancer Society. This is our direct contribution of everything that we raised in 2023, and this is a very similar amount to last year. When the regional tally is calculated, it will be much more, as the bank mounts walks in every single territory in which we operate. And so far, regionally, the bank has raised in excess of 3.5 million US dollars over the past 11 years for this cause. Medical coordinator of the breast screening program, Dr. Shirley Jagru, explained how the funds will be used. The press and pack system at the breast screening program is now 20 years old. It's full and with the updated 3D new tomogram machine, which requires more storage, the need for a new packs 
has become absolutely necessary. Your donation today will be going towards this project. Medical coordinator of the breast screening program of the Barbados Cancer Society, Dr. Shirley Jagru. Polls have opened in New Hampshire and voters have started to pick their preferred candidate for the U.S. Republican presidential nomination. Opinion polls suggest Donald Trump is the clear front runner after a commanding win in last week's Iowa caucuses. Nikki Haley, who has focused her campaigning in New Hampshire, is the only other candidate after Ron DeSantis dropped out on Sunday night. The Israeli army says 24 of its soldiers were killed in Gaza. It's the deadliest day for the forces since their ground operation began. The Israel Defense Force says that number includes 21 reservists who died in an explosion likely caused by mines that Israeli forces had placed in two buildings to demolish them. Our top stories. Police, up to news time at least, still trying to identify two alleged crop thieves shot dead on a St. Philip farm in the early hours of this morning. Other farmers complain of big losses from what they say are professional crop thieves. St. Bartholomew Primary School closed today due to smoke from the airport incinerator. The BOT wants the problem urgently addressed. A new Caribbean ferry service has been launched, this one private sector led. And Donald Trump still in the clear lead as polls open in the New Hampshire Republican presidential poll. Select a nominee, that is. The lunchtime edition from Starcom Network News. Starcom Network, a member of the OCM Group. I'm Stetson Babb. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Stetson. Don't miss the latest with Starcom Network News at your fingertips. Listen or catch up on StarcomNetwork.net. WhatsApp, add me to 246-256-6397 to receive breaking news. Like and follow at Starcom Network News on Instagram and Facebook now.